We will call our March the 28th uh, board meeting to order. Mr. Strubblefield, if you'll call roll, please. Mm -hmm. Mr. Cathel? Here. Mr. Collins? Here. Mr. Fritz? Here. Dr. Hattier? Here. Mr. Layfield? Ms. Moses? Mr. Peden? Here. Mrs. Pryor? Here. Dr. Statler? Here. Mrs. Wright? Here. We have a quorum. And we will now recess and go into executive session. Their session at this time. At this time, we would entertain a motion to approve our agenda for March 28th. So moved. Second. All in favor? Aye. Opposed? That was unanimous. At this time, I'd ask that you would rise as we have the Pledge of Allegiance and the flags are. Item 3.04, student government. Um, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Ava Tomlinson. I am a senior at Indian River High School, and I'm here on behalf of student council. Um, I'm here to speak about some activities taking place at our school. This past week, our juniors took the SAT, Many of them have been anxiously awaiting testing day. I believe that with our amazing staff and faculty, student scores will be a reflection of the hard work and effort everybody put in. At this time of year at IR, students have a lot to look forward to. Spring sports are in full swing and our boys and girls lacrosse teams both fought tough matches against Polytech and the Salisbury School. This past Friday, our girls and boys tennis team both had season opening with a win against Odessa High School, along with our boys volleyball team starting off with two big wins against John Dickinson and Mott Charter. Although a lot of our sports were postponed last week due to weather, we have a full week of games ahead of us. Our amazing band and choir will be heading to Williamsburg, Virginia to compete in Music in the Parks at Busch Gardens. I also know there are a few members here of the band tonight to be recognized for their participation in county band and county choir. So congratulations to them. As a senior, I have enjoyed listening to them play at both football games, singing at concerts, and I look forward to hopefully seeing them one last time this spring. With the recent wave of warm weather, our year-round clubs are now able to spend more time outside. This weekend, Student Council will be having a beach cleanup at the Indian River Inlet State Park. Um, and this previous weekend, Honor Society hosted its second road cleanup of the year. Just this past month, some of our Ed Rising members competed in the Delaware State Ed Rising competition, and our students Kaylee Schmidt and Emma Marvel won second place in Ethical Dilemmas. Um, in other career and technical education news, our Business Professionals of America team won several top place finishes at the state competition that will have them heading to nationals this summer. Um, our seniors will be wrapping up their high school years shortly and eagerly waiting graduation, as I know I am. Not only do our seniors have graduation to look forward to, but prom is fast approaching. Prom is a special treat for IR's juniors and seniors that will, be head on, that will be held on Saturday, May 7th, and it is a chance for our students to get dressed up and enjoy a night with their friends. 
In closing, on behalf of the students, we are very, great, very grateful to be slowly returning to a normal year after a tough time navigating education through the pandemic. With the mask mandate lifted, many students and faculty are happy to be moving towards normal. I thank you for having me and appreciate the opportunity to speak on my school's behalf. Thank you. Three point oh five approval of regular meeting minutes for February the twenty eighth and also approval for executive session minutes of February twenty eighth. So moved. Second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That was unanimous. Dr. Owens, recognition. Did we do executive session? No. Okay, thank you. This evening, it's, it's great to see so many folks here uh, to honor our students with recognitions. We do have several. I will ask that the building principal join me at the podium and Mrs. Wright join me uh, center of the stage for the recognition. So up first is Lord Baltimore and Mrs. Webb. All right, good evening. This evening, we have the opportunity to recognize a few of the amazing Lord Baltimore students. Before we begin our recognition, I would like to invite a few guests from our Millville Fire Company or Bethany Beach Fire Company, if they're here this evening, to take part in the photos. Mr. Hocker? We're very fortunate to have community partnership with these two local fire companies. There are community heroes that take time to work with our students on fire prevention activities to provide fire safety instruction, prizes, and so much more. This evening, we are recognizing four students that are State Fire Prevention Award winners. On Sunday, these students will travel to Cheswold Fire Company, and we wish them the best. When your name is called, please join us on the stage. Annabelle Pettyjohn, grade two. Aaron Baker, grade three. Catherine Malone, grade four. And Mariah Bernan Gibbs, grade five.
are very happy to have the opportunity to bring our robotics program back this year. And Team 9295B won the bid to the VEX IQ World Competition that will take place in Dallas, Texas in May. This team received the design award at the Bots at the Beach competition. The award was based on the most effective and efficient robot design process. Teams also had to perform well in the interview process with the judges as well as score well in their engineering notebook. At this time, we are proud to bring to the stage Coach Christy Reed. Bradley Boyer. Alexander De La Rosa Lopez and Andre Valiant. They brought their award along tonight to show you and we wish them the best in May. Okay, thank you all, LB. Our next recognitions are Southern Delaware School of the Arts. Mr. Bauer. Good, good evening, everyone. Um, the first student I want to recognize is actually a very special young lady for us at SDSA. She is the first two-time Carson Scholar for our school. And for those of you who don't know, the Carson Scholarship Fund awards $1,000 to a student in grades 4 to 11 um, who excel academically and are dedicated to improving their community. And Maria has done just that. So I'd want to recognize Maria Gutierrez Carcamo. Don't go too far, Maria. Um, I'd also like to recognize our seven Sussex County Honors student, our band students from SDSA. They represent the best of our seventh and eighth grade band and have done an amazing job in all of their performances in recent months. At this time, I would like to call the following students to the stage. Giovanni Tiano. Yeah! <laughs> I second that scream, by the way. Um, Allison Schwartz. Again, Maria Gutierrez Carcamo. <laughs> Alexa Espinoza. Desmond Davis. Alexandra Jewell. And Landon Aruaz.
Next, I'd like to ask uh, Mr. McCready's from Selbyville Middle to join me. Good evening. Stubbyville Middle School is excited to have 18 students recognized this evening for talents ranging from public speaking, robotics, design, and band. Our first student that we'll be recognizing this evening is Caitlin Kopp. Caitlin has placed first in the state of Delaware for the extemporaneous speech event at the BPA State Leadership Conference. Caitlin's first place has earned her an opportunity to attend the National Leadership Conference competition in Dallas, Texas. Congratulations, Caitlin. Our next recognition this evening goes to our robotics team, led by Ms. Shalina Tingle. Ms. Tingle, will you join us up here, please? This team recently captured the Delmarva VEX Robotics Regional Design Award, earning their team a bid to compete in the VEX World Competition in Dallas, Texas. Will the following students please come up? Connor McClone, Grace Krieger, Jason Musa, Skylar Richards, and Aiden Beavers. Congratulations. Next, SMS had 12 students nominated to the Sussex County Honors Band. These students were selected from all of the 7th to 12th grade instrumental musicians from Sussex County. Would the following students please come to the stage when I call your name, and I ask that you please hold your applause until I finish calling all the students to the stage. Caitlin Koff, flute. Maria Benavides Cortez, flute. Leonidas Cash. Alto saxophone, Isabel Esposito, clarinet, Marlon Hart, 
mallet percussion. <laughs> Natalia Hernandez, trumpet. Gianna Hawker, clarinet. Grace Krieger, mallet percussion. John Olakowski, battery percussion. Riley Schrock, trumpet. Logan Truitt, euphonium. And Ellie Welch, trumpet. How about a round of applause to our Sussex County Honors Band members? Good evening. We'd first like to recognize our Carson Scholars here at Indian River High School. As said earlier, Carson Scholar Fund awards $1,000 college scholarships to students in grades 4 through 11 who excel academically and are dedicated to serving their communities. Carson Scholars must have a minimum GPA of 3.75 and display humanitarian qualities throughout the community they serve. Our first time uh, recipient, our first student is Zindi Chen. We also have some repeat winners, winners in this category of Carson Scholars. Evan Forgen. Caitlin Johnson. Bryn McCabe, and Heather Smith. Next, we'd like to recognize our senior Sussex County, I'm sorry, Delaware All-State Choir from Indian River High School. Kaylee Kisner. Gianna Lynn Torsiello. Kayla Jackson. Addison Wright. Maya Plow, Madison King, Cassidy Landis, and Nicole Carter.
Next category is our Senior Sussex County Honor Choir. Some of you uh, need to stay close to the stage. You'll be coming back up. Starting with Caden Bonbright. Yeah! Kayla Jackson. Kaylee Kinsner. Cassidy Landis. Hannah Pinnell. Jolie Stutes. Gianna Lynn Torsiello. Finn Balestri, Jillian Kerr, and Jasmine Schaefer. Next category is our Junior County Band for Indian River High School, Evan Forgen, Nicholas Anschuk, and Nicole Carter. Nicole, if you could come back up on stage. Nicole Carter was also recognized Junior All-State Band. Next we have Senior County Band, Emma White, Estrell Ramos, Maya Ply, Brooke Thomas, Kendall Coleman, Omar Adrade, Amina Atkins, Ella Bird, James Tavella, Addison Wright, Faith Credo, 
Wyatt Snyder, Maxwell Fadden, Jillian Kerr, and CJ Keller. Next, we'd like to recognize our Gatorade Delaware Girls Cross Country Player of the Year. This student is the first Gatorade Delaware Girls Cross Country Player of the Year to be chosen from Indian River High School. <coughs> she was undefeated on the season and raced her way to the Division II State Championship. Bryn Crandall. Next, we'd like to recognize our academic all-conference students. These students have maintained a straight-A average, a 4.0 average during their competition season. We're going to look at our student-athletes from our winter season, starting with boys basketball. Cole Donnelly, Jamison Bender, and Tristan Hood. Girls basketball, Alexandria Davidson, Fatim Yusini, Maya Whittington, Scarlett Dunn. Boys Swimming, Kay Donnelly, Max Fadden, Shane Hall, Jacob Massey, and Evan Peterson. For our girls swimming, Amina Atkins, Kendra Auckland, Delaney Auckland, Bryn Crandall, Madeline Fox, Jordan Gonzalez, Lila Hanley, Sarah Liberius Vigalius, Kayla McDowell, Elise Moore, Hannah Rock, Isabella Sharp, Heather Smith, and Madison Tipton. We'll move on to our unified basketball academic scholars, starting with Kinsley Hall, Ben Cordry, Roman Keith, Jennifer Nance, Reese Stone, 
Bryn McCabe, Matt Engel, Clara Shepard, and our last category is our wrestling, is Cole Brickman, Alex Butts, Evan Forgen, and Bryce Rickabaugh. Finally, we'd like to recognize our BPA students. Uh, I'd also like to ask Dr. Jeff Bunning, our BPA advisor at Indian River, to join us on the stage. I believe two of the four students are here tonight. Vicki Chan, first place fundamental accounting, first place intermediate word processing. Emily Juan de Dios, first place administrative support research project. We also had two other students who are not here tonight, Linnea Haynes and Hannah Rock, both first place finishes in the state competition. All of these students have qualified for the BPA National Conference to be held in Dallas, Texas this May. In total, from Indian River High School, we have 12 students that will be, that will be competing at the national competition in May. Congratulations.
I think for those that are for those of us that are left, we should give them another round of applause. What an awesome turnout. At this time in our meeting, we come to our time for public comments. And at this point in time, we only have one that has signed up. I believe that to be Andy Carter. Mr. Carter, you have three minutes for your presentation. Thank you very much. Um, my name is Andy Carter. I'm a uh, parent of a high school student here at Indian River High School and also the Band Booster Treasurer. Um, so I wanted to come out and just express some um, uh, concern that we have, uh, and I guess I'm representing the Band Boosters right now, and a parent, and as a parent. So, um, But before I get into my concern, I wanted to thank you guys for honoring everybody that you've honored. Um, and of course, I'm biased, so I'm thanking you for honoring the music students um, because there was a lot of them and they represent the district very well every time they go out. So thank you for that. Um, also in advance, I know it's on your agenda tonight, um, you're considering um, some student activities funds money that we've requested, and I believe that's gonna make it through tonight, but um, if it does, thank you in advance. Um, and lastly, I'm gonna do a shameless plug for Bingo because it's our biggest fundraiser. Right, so uh, that's this Saturday, and if anybody needs tickets, I brought my bingo tickets with me tonight. Um, they're $20 now or $25 at the door. Dagsboro Firehouse, Saturday night. Anyway, I'm not sure if I was allowed to do that or not. Okay, so my concern is uh, the scheduling. The current scheduling that Indian River High School uses is a semester scheduling. Um, I know with COVID, it, it has made things a lot easier for the administration and the teachers, um, but I think, you know, as we've shown, we're coming out of COVID and um, the current scheduling, the way it's set up, is inhibitory to um, building and rebuilding this band program that's taken a, quite a big hit over the past two years. So um, what we're finding is that students are not, capable, are not able to take their full year of band and or chorus um, when they want to. It's their pathway. They're in the music pathway. Um, so they can't take band because they have to take Algebra two. Or, or an AP class that might span the two semesters um, for, their, for their academic learning as well. But you know, we always make the case that, that being an, a band student or a core student is just as academic as an academic class. So um, the concern is, you know, and I know we've, we've spoken with Mr. Williams and I, I think Mr. Williams is still working on a plan to, to maybe allow that to happen, but I just wanted to bring it to light that um, that's still a concern here. Um, I think scheduling is going on now for next year and I know with, with my personal situation, my student, my daughter, um, she's not currently able to take band next year and um, that has some implications when you're trying to audition for Allstate or Allstate Chorus or the county um, ensembles. Um, and as you see, we represent pretty well, but if we can't be in an ensemble or if we're in an ensemble in the fall of one year and we have to wait until the spring of the following year, that's a year and a half, you're trying to build a marching band, you're trying to have that student stay proficient at their instrument, it's just hard, it's really hard. So I know they're struggling with it. We have an awesome band Excuse teacher. Excuse me, 15 seconds. And uh, we appreciate Ms. Zekin and we're, we're trying to support her um, and we wanna make this uh, this program as good as it was years ago, and we've made a major, major steps this year, and we want to keep it going. So, thank you.
move into new business, 6.01 school choice applications for 2021 through 2022. Mr. Lewis. Good evening, everyone. If you look on your board docs uh, for the 21-22, there are a total of four school choice applications. They have been vetted by the building principal and also by IREC administration uh, to accept. As you can see, they are priority ones which are returning students. Motion to approve. Second. It's been motioned and second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That was unanimous. Six Mo four. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, moving on to 22-23, school choice applications. You see a total of eight applications. We are asking to accept all eight of these applications for the 22-23 school year. They're, again, they have been vetted by the building principals and also by the IREC administration as well. So these moved. Are all Second. In district or, I, I see there's different priorities, but these are in-district returning or in-district siblings of students. Correct. Priority one will be a returning student. Priority fives are employees, students, and priority three is an in-district sibling. Motion to approve. Second. It's been motioned and seconded. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, 6.03, 6.04, and 6.05 are all donations to John M. Clayton Elementary. So I'd ask Mrs. Booth to join us at the podium to share information. Thank you, Mrs. Booth. Good evening, everybody. I thought I would get a round of applause, but it looks like the audience has left. Um, this evening, we are asking for your approval for uh, three donations, the first one being from First State Pickleball. John M. Clayton is the mecca of pickleball in Sussex County, um, and they kindly uh, are willing to donate $1,000 to our Girls on the Run program. And we also have um, two teams headed to Dallas for the VEX World Competition as well. They were able to claim two spots in the Open Competition with our coach, Mrs. Jamie Swartz. So we have a $2,500 donation um, offered from Trinity Logistics and a $1,000 donation from Mount Air Farms. So with your approval, we would like to accept those donations. I'll make a move to accept. Second. <coughs> All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That's unanimous. Thank you very much. Six point oh six geotech contract. Yes, good evening. Uh, the district selected uh, GTA as a geotech firm to provide geotechnical services in December 2020, with the unforeseen conditions relating to the soil and compaction, plus additional services for the alternates, such as the greenhouse, the playground, and two pole barns. The firm, the firm also provides work for testing of concrete, masonry, and steel. In the early stages of the project, we encountered several DENREC concerns on ponds and the outlet discharge stream. The board approved an estimated cost of $80,000. We anticipate that these services um, are going to cost more than a suggested estimate. This is being brought to your attention tonight and will be an action item in the future once the total costs are known. 
just a discussion item. Any questions or concerns for Mr. Booth? No, we discussed this at Buildings and Grounds, and uh, it seems like a reasonable thing to do under the circumstances. So then that will go back to Buildings and Grounds and, and then come with a recommendation? Yeah. Doc. I don't think we need to vote on this now, though, do we? No, it's just a discussion item right now, but That's it. it'll go back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, don't, we don't know the final That's what uh, I thought. total. So okay. it'll yep. come like a change order. 6.07, the new Howard T. Ennis technology purchases. Yes, on your board docs and as reported to Buildings and Grounds Committee, the district recommendation is to go with Fern Daniel choice of cabling and electronics to Advantech in the amount of $398,500. The audio visual portion to Assurance Media in the amount of $131,000. $681.92, and the clock, public address, and security video to Advantech in the amount of $329,500. These quotes have been reviewed by the technology department, uh, Charlie Bugirio and his staff, uh, Fernand and Daniel, as well as their technology consultant, Educational Systems Planning from Annapolis, Maryland. If there's no questions, we would ask for a motion to approve all three quotes. Any questions? All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Oh. A motion a to motion. accept? Motion. Second. Yep. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That's unanimous. 6.08, new Howard T. Ennis playground change order. Um, again, this should be on your board docs, and as discussed at committee, uh, this change order is a district request for installing the new playground equipment that we've purchased. The documents should help explain that the change order is for site preparation, fencing and concrete, and electrical insulation. The total is 195320 and it requires board approval according to the approved board procedure for change order requests. Uh, we ask for a motion to approve. Um, that's our recommendation and with us tonight are R.Y. Johnson that can help explain uh, this change order as well as Ken Fern, uh, both of which uh, reviewed the request from um, Ken Construction. So are there any questions? No questions, I'll make a motion. That we approve. We have a motion. Do we have a second? Second. We have a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That was unanimous. 6.10 Early Learning Center GW Carver fence request. Okay, in your board docs is a request for fencing um, in the playground at Carver and the repairs to the perimeter fence. Uh, Dr. Carey has explained that uh, this request and basically comes from state regulations. Uh, the recommend, recommendations are to go with A1 and B1 for a total of $23,350. A motion to accept the proposal from Nanticoke Fence for that amount is recommended. 
Are there any questions? So moved. Second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. We'll go back to 6.09, middle school fields construction proposal. Okay. Um, as the board is aware, the current competition fields for baseball and softball at the existing Sussex Central High School will be demolished in June of this year, uh, late June, I should say. It has been discussed that the creation of practice field for varsity baseball be constructed with minor cap money and use the existing uh, softball field, the JB softball field, for girls' practice. Once the new school was completed in 2025, these fields could be used by Millsboro Middle uh, teams. An estimate, an estimate was given to the committee and it was determined to get uh, three quotes for the field work using materials from the existing fields that are gonna be demolished. Uh, in your pact, it's, you should have the three proposals and a quote tally form for the earthwork. It is recommended to the board that we accept Anderson management for 45,000. I don't know if there's any questions. This was discussed at Buildings and Grounds and I'd like to compliment uh, Joe for working a little bit outside the box on this one because it looks like it could save us about 600,000 um, on what the original estimate per the you know designers was. This will be reusing materials and uh, it's, it's kind of a three-part thing. Once the fields are in, then we look at the fence and the other, acts, other items that go with it. But I'd, I'd recommend that we accept it. Are you using any clay for the uh, pitching circle or the batter's boxes, or are you just using diamond tech? We're going, we're going to use what's existing at the existing fields and move it over. So whatever that material is, the diamond tech, et cetera, is all going to be reused uh, at, at that at the field that we're going to create on the north side of campus and also to help the JV field too. So whatever we can scavenge, Mr. Uh, Collins, we're going to try to take from the existing field. Any other questions or comments? I would entertain a motion. So moved. Second. Second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carried unanimously. We move to 6.11, Georgetown Elementary Awning slash shelter request. Excuse me, sorry, my papers got a little jumbled here. Um, Georgetown Elementary is requesting approval and funds to pay for an awning shelter uh, from the bad weather leading to the parent pickup loop. Uh, they were asked to obtain three quotes. They collected two and had one contractor not respond. In your board talks are the two quotes and it is recommended that cold iron construction be accepted. The project will be paid for out of local funds and cost $32,708. Uh, Mr. Stone, I believe, is here, and either he or I will try to answer any <coughs> of your questions. Again, was discussed at Buildings and Grounds, and we recommend, um, I'll make a motion that we support it. Second. 
It's been motioned and seconded. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That passes unanimously. 6.12, Georgetown Middle School cheerleading uniforms. Yes, thank you. As discussed at the recent finance committee meeting, Georgetown Middle School is looking to purchase new cheerleading uniforms. They are available in your board docs. They <coughs> do meet our uh, criteria, uniform criteria, and I would recommend approval this evening. I make a motion to approve the blue and gold uniforms. I second, second that motion. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That passes unanimously. 6.13, Indian River High School Chromebook covers donation. Chromebook covers. They will have logos of the businesses that are donating. Um, those are not finalized yet, but they will have those in the corners with the mascot in the center. Um, so they were looking for board approval for the donation um, before everything is finalized. How the much design. They, what's the total needed? Um, Mr. Williams, it was about $10,000. I think it was about $10,000 in total. Are you looking for like maximum number of donors or as many as needed? They were looking at two, um, but we're still finalizing that. So they wanted to make sure that the donation was approved by the board, that it was okay to make the purchase before they finalized the donors and the logos. I think the comparison with this was made in the old days when you would get a uh, cover the paper cover that you would wrap the books in and it had every business on it. Okay, this is just more high tech, but same general design. Okay, I don't see any difficulties with it myself, but. Motion to approve. Second. Yeah, second. second. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That passes unanimously. 6.14, student activity funding for spring of 2022. Yes, we met at the end of February, Dr. Owens, myself, and Mr. Fritz, with the various organizations who were seeking funds from the student activities. That, in your board docs, you have the spreadsheet of all of the requests, um, the total dollar and what they are for. That total is $99,359.04. Since that meeting, we also received requests from Indian River High School and Sussex Central for $3,000 each for their proms. Um, they've had difficulty, much like the groups that came before us, with fundraising in the past year, and so they want, they're requesting those additional funds to be able to lower their ticket costs for the prom. So that is all, those are all the funding requests we have for this spring. Again, a lot of this was discussed at finance. And a lot of it does have to do with the fact that there have been no fundraising opportunities. My guess is that this year's number is going to be higher than in future years when things return to normal, in quotes. So I would make a motion we accept. Part, I second that motion. I was just going to say part, part of, piggyback on what Dr. Hattier said, part of the, the thing that the committee does look for is that the groups do their part yeah. in fundraising. So they've had, they've had it tough with COVID and everything. So that, I agree, it'll be better next year with the fundraising. Exactly. And the amount of requests are lower than the amount we've taken in a year. Yeah. 
Any other questions or comments? A motion to accept? Been so made. Second it. Okay. Yep. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That passes unanimously. 6.15 fiscal year 2022 Sussex Central High School bond application. Yes, if you recall, we did this last year. Um, we need a board vote to approve the second year borrowing for the new Sussex Central High School. That is just over $23 million for the local share. The state has issued their bonds um, back in February, so this is just to complete the paperwork cycle. Once the board approves, we'll turn the application and supporting documentation in, and then we'll have additional documents to sign with the official bond note. Any questions? Motion to accept? Accept. Second. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That passes unanimously. Thank you. 6.16-2022 and 2023 district calendar. Thank you, Mrs. Bunting. Can you give us an update on the calendar, please? Yes, we're asking the board to approve a change to the 22-23 calendar before we send it to the state for approval. The change involves the addition of the primary election day on September 13th. This addition would result in August 2nd going from a teacher work day to no work day. Teachers would not report and parents would not report. September 13th would be no school for students and a teacher work day. It would also push the last student day from June 14th to June 15th and the last staff day from June 16th to June 20th. Monday, June 19th is a federal holiday, Juneteenth, which would result in the last staff day being June 20th. Any questions, concerns, or comments? A motion to accept. Moved. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you. 6.17 Indian River School District Summer Work Hours. Yes. Thank you, Mrs. Wright. We have, uh, for quite some time now, we have utilized a four day work week in the summer. So that is the recommendation for this school year. Uh, this summer, excuse me, beginning June 20th, 2022 through August 9th. That would be Monday through Wednesday, a 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. time frame, and Thursday, 7 a.m. to 4.30, and we would be closed on Friday. And entertain any thoughts on that? This is roughly what we've done in the past, correct? At least Absolutely. the last few years? That's correct. So moved. Second. Celeste. Dr. Owens, you said the 9th. It would be the 19th of August. Just for the record, I wanted to clear Thank that you. up. You're welcome. Any questions, concerns, comments? I'd entertain a motion to accept. So, so yeah. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That passes unanimously. Old business, 7.01, major capital planning. Yes, I'll start with uh, Sussex Central. Sussex County has given approval to move the current modular units 
at Sussex Central and for the placement of the two new modular units. Uh, progress is being made on state agency submittals uh, currently. We are still exploring the feasibility of an agreement with the Artesian uh, Water Company to provide water to our new and existing schools. This would allow the district to avoid putting in a third system and provide savings on construction. In addition, we continue to consult with our attorneys with regard to the town of Millsboro's reclaimed water project that would supply rec reclaimed water to the new schools and would be used to irrigate the grounds and athletic fields. This may be ready for discussion at the next Buildings and Grounds Committee meeting. Uh, there are questions the district has that uh, remain regarding the terminology and the obligation towards the proposed grant. So we are still in consult there. I'll entertain any questions. Don't say any, so we can move to 7.02. Howard Tienis, 7.02. Delmarva Power has set the transformer and electric will soon be uh, activated at the building. Uh, progress is being made by all subcontractors with the purchase of technology items uh, this evening that we discussed. It seems that all materials should be acquired and will be completed by the substantial completion date around October. Our next major component uh, that will be visible from Patriots Avenue will be the parking lots and the roads construction. Again, I'll take any questions with regard to Ennis. Seeing none, we'll move on. 7.03, the Carver Consent Order. Dr. Brittingham, thank you. Just a few quick updates. Um, the Indian River School District Community Advisory Board has been working on finalizing surveys designated to garner input on diversity, equity, and inclusion as an outgrowth of the Carver Consent Order. Surveys will be administered to parents, guardians, students, faculty, and the community at large. Final drafts of the survey will be presented to you got to the board for approval in April 2022. Um, and a small committee of board members held a work group last week to engage in an in-depth review of the student and teacher survey. So we thank those that were available. Any questions or comments? No, but I do have a question. Um, I, I heard recently that when the Carver consent order came down that what happened was we were looked at as individuals for what we did in our own district versus the how we stacked up against other things in the state is this true so the in other words the Carver consent order was about Indian River School District so they never actually took a look at what the rest of the state was doing in that regard yeah it was just about the Indian River School District all right, so they never really did consider what other people were doing along the same times. They not, singled us out, basically, is what I'm hearing. Not to my knowledge. The lawsuit was just filed against the Indian River School District. Okay, so we were just singled out. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, we'll move on to committee reports. 8.01, Buildings and Grounds. Dr. Hedinger. Okay, Buildings and Grounds. We cover a lot of this earlier, which is good. One thing that we did decide on conclusively was the athletic entrance discussion on the new high school that is not going to be considered any further than what it is. It was never in the original design and we put a pin in it for some other time, so that's done. Building Ground Support Center, we had 114 tickets open, 100 closed, so we're doing really good with that. Cooling towers are moving along nicely. That'll happen sometime after the cooling season, October, November of this year. Um, the state has a, a new custodial training program, which is kind of exciting. The guys are now working at home rather than in a classroom. They get a stipend for completing their classes, and I think that's pretty good. Okay. 
We also had a request from the town of Selbyville. Uh, they would like to use part of the uh, SDSA for a park uh, that they would develop over a long term. It would be a memorandum of understanding as opposed to turning it over to them direct. I don't believe we're using it at the moment. There had been some talk, and Phil, chip in here too, uh, Chief, uh, that that had been used as something other than our school property for a while in the past, in the ancient past. Yeah, I was going to say, you have to go back to many years when I was a kid, but originally that was the, uh, when I grew up, that was the Selbyville Little League Fields. It was Selbyville Little, Little League. Okay, so there is a precedent <laughs> for it, and if we're not using it and they're going to take care of it inside a memorandum, I don't have a, a problem with it. Um, it's still being looked at and being worked on. Um, do we need to make a decision on this this time, Joe? No, no, we don't have an agreement. Okay, so there isn't an agreement now. This is right now just FYI. Okay, and that's it. So a wonderful meeting. A lot of great people attended. Thank you, Doc. Uh, 8.02, comprehensive school safety. Mr. Castle? Yes. So all the schools in the district are required to complete mandatory tabletop exercises per our school comprehensive safety plan. So the following schools completed theirs on the following dates. Uh, Lord Baltimore completed on February 24th. Indian River High School completed theirs on March 15th. Sussex Central High School completed theirs on March 18th. And John M. Clayton also completed, completed theirs on the 18th. And that's all for comprehensive school safety. Thank you, Mr. Castle. 8.03, finance, Doc. Okay, finance, again, we've discussed a lot of this already. The only thing that wasn't discussed was we are talking about the tuition reimbursement funds for specialists and administrators, uh, which is coming up at the April Finance Committee meeting, because I know that number has not been raised in many, many years uh, for what they take, and it's I think it was what 10 12 years old or something so it's time to take a look at that for you know helping our, our teachers continue to get educated or in this case specialists and administrators there's actually a separate fund um, for each of the groups and this one had not been adjusted so that's coming up this april uh meeting we'll discuss it again at the the april board meeting itself okay thank you everything Eight. else was discussed and listed 8.04 curriculum dr statler thank you uh we had a Carnegie Math Update by Jimmy Wheatley. He provided um, an update on the new secondary math curriculum. Over 85% of our teachers are already using this curriculum, uh, which is fantastic. That's well above what we expected in the first year of our adoption, so that's great. Summer programming was discussed. We will be um, designing this to support students in pre-K through 12th grade. And uh, the program will run from July 6th through August the 3rd. That's Monday through Thursday. Students will attend in the morning from 8 to 11.30 each day. And um, we will have various hub locations throughout the district. So SDSA will be hosting JMC students, LB, Philip Shaw, SMS, and our SDSA uh, students will be there as well. Millsboro Middle School will also be hosting East Millsboro and Long Neck. And our Georgetown complex will house uh, Georgetown Elementary, North Georgetown, and the autism program. We will also have services at the Early Learning Center, Howard Tienis, and both of our high schools. School teams are working together to look at the student data, um, and they'll begin some sending out the summer programming invites to those students who they feel like would you know, benefit most from the programming. At North Georgetown, the Spanish Immersion uh, 
is starting to be explored and discussed as an option for the 2023-2024 20, uh, school year. So we'll hear more about that in the future. And uh, Dr. Jerns is currently working with both high schools on our world language pilot update. This is through Carnegie as well. We've had great success with them. Um, they're currently collecting data and will provide feedback to the committee. And eventually that will come, uh, the data will come to the board and be presented um, as a recommendation. A discipline update was provided. Our principals and assistant principals have given plenty of feedback this year on the discipline policy for next year. We expect that there may be some revisions. Uh, and currently the code of conduct is out for feedback as well. Our next meeting is April the 11th. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Stanley. 8.05 is our DSBA Board of Directors, and I don't have a report. 8.06, the legislative. I don't have an official report, but I would like to make a comment to the board as a whole, as well as to the audience. As you know, what's coming up for vote time, and our governor insists on taking money back from all the schools year after year. My understanding right now is that the state is sitting on somewhere between 800 million and a billion dollars worth of surplus. And I would like to ask everybody to please write the governor's office and their representatives and ask them to stop taking our money back. Um, you know, it cost the Indian River School District uh, a couple million dollars a year. Little Woodbridge gets, hits up, gets hit up for like 500,000. And at this point, there's no reason to do that anymore. We're the only agency that does get it. It's going to have to happen through legislation. But I think it's time to encourage uh, people to just give us our money, let our spend it. If you really think the governor can spend it better than us, fine, let him have it. But I don't think so. Okay? So, comment. Thank you. Thank you, Don. 8.07, Special Education Task Force, Dr. Stadler. Thank you. So this is a reminder that our next collaborative meeting with the Parent Council will be held on April 12th at Millsboro Middle School at 6 p.m. Uh, this is a great opportunity for uh, parents, community members, anyone who would like to provide feedback uh, or ideas to the district as it pertains to special education to meet uh, with myself or any of our staff. Thank you to everyone who helped us to recognize the World Down Syndrome Day recently in the Rock Your Socks campaign. Special thanks to Dave Mall. He helped us to uh, create a virtual poster. And our group is planning uh, for our ambassador nominations that will happen. Hopefully, in early May, we'll launch that for the uh, buildings to be able to provide the nominations so that we can celebrate that in the fall. Thank you. Thank you. 8.08 policy, Mr. Collins. Good evening. We have two policies coming up for action tonight first being admission of exchange students, which is JECBA. That is a second reading as it was presented last month. The second policy is our non-discrimination policy. It is a first and second reading. Um, the reason we did a first and second is the only change um, is the name of the Title IX coordinator. We're changing it from the assistant superintendent to the director of personnel. And I would make a motion to approve both as presented. Second. We have a motion and a second. Do we have any questions, concerns, or comments? All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That passes unanimously. Um, we do have our discipline policy is up as a first reading. 
There are numerous changes to it, and I encourage you to take a read through that policy. Um, if you have any questions or concerns, forward them to us. We'll discuss it at the next policy meeting on April 11th, and then we'll bring it back for a vote next month. Okay. 8.09, IREA Representative J.R. Sorry, I realize that's not JR. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. I'm Cassie Queen. I'm an IREA para vice president here. Uh, we just have a few things to highlight. Um, we had a very successful fundraiser, so thank you to everybody that came out and attended or donated to it. Um, we're going to be using those proceeds to award two scholarships to students entering in the field of education. Um, the students are able to submit their essays as of now, so we encourage everyone to inform any potential students to participate so they can be considered for the scholarship. Right? We will continue to accept monetary donations that will be passed on to the students. Um, any donations can be sent to Melissa Abbott at Sussex Central High School. Um, another thing to add is teacher contract negotiations. They're scheduled to begin next Monday. So we're looking forward to robust conversations that will strengthen our partnership. And to piggyback off of the conversation earlier about SDSA creating a, um, considering an MOU to permit the town of Subbyville use of property, should we consider having some sort of parking study to ensure that we have adequate parking spaces for staff and parents? Uh, that's everything for tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Nine point oh one superintendent's monthly activities. Thank you, Mrs. Wright. Within four docs, you will see my monthly activities. Uh, I did uh, want to highlight a couple things. School visitations went well, uh, especially my visits to the Georgetown complex. I got to uh, have some conversations with our principals there. I also want to acknowledge many of our schools are having uh, family nights around this time of the year for various activities. And I did get to attend uh, John and Clayton's family night. Uh, very well done, very well attended. Um, and so I, I did want to highlight that uh, event as well. And I'll entertain any questions. Uh, 9.02, the district calendar change. Yes, thank you. We would like to make a recommendation to change the last student day from June 15th to June 10th. As you are aware, we built in seven days for inclement weather this year. We used five of those seven days, which would move our last day back to June 13th. However, that being a Monday, uh, it would be my recommendation to go ahead and move that back to the 10th. In addition, the last teacher day, uh, the recommendation would be from June 17th to June 15th the last paraprofessional day from June 17th also to June 15th. And uh, there's also a change for Millsboro Middle School's National Junior Honor Society induction on May 12th from 7 p.m. and that change would be to 6 p.m. So we would need, um, we can take action separately on these if we would like, but those are all the district calendar changes that we would recommend for this evening. Motion to approve all those presented. Second. Second. 
We have a motion and a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That's unanimous. Financial reports 10.01, 02, 03, and 04 for Mrs. Smith. Would you like me to do them all together? No, you can do them individually, but okay. I'm saying you've heard. <laughs> um, for the part one, the reports are as of February 28th. We were 67% of the way through the fiscal year. We received 78% of total budgeted revenue, 97% of budgeted discretionary revenue, and 100% of budgeted local tax revenue. We continue to receive $0 in interest. We spent 49% of total budgeted expenses and 69% of budgeted discretionary expenses. The ILC programs have spent 47% of budgeted expenses and Howard TNS has spent 66% of budgeted expenses. Any questions? We accept a motion. So moved. Second. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. 10.02. For the detailed reports, um, student activity funding balance is approximately 519,000. For ESSERF 2, we've spent or encumbered 10.9 million and have 2.1 million remaining. ESSERF 3, we have spent or encumbered 7.8 million and have 22 million remaining. We, are, we have 31.2 million in federal funds available and are holding approximately 1.1 million in donations and internal accounts. Any questions? Need a motion? So. Second. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That's unanimous. 10.03. For major capital projects, we paid $2.2 million out in February. Any questions? Entertain a motion. Motion. will move. Second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Motions carried unanimously. 10.04. For minor capital improvement funds, we spent approximately 2.9 million and have approximately 1.6 million remaining. Questions? Uh, need a motion? Motion. So moved. Second. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Ayes have it. It's unanimous. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, number 11, communications, Dr. Owens. Thank you, yes. Uh, our students have been quite busy with competitions here over the last month or so, um, many of which have qualified for trips, including um, our robotics, our BPA. I know we have cheerleading on here, our Ed Rising group, and also our FFA. So I'll go through these uh, rather quickly and um, answer any questions uh, once I conclude. A Sunday field trip by Sussex Central FFA on July 31st to Harrington an additional Sunday field trip by Sussex Central FFA, June 5th to Harrington, an overnight trip by Selbyville Middle School's BPA, May 3rd through 8th to Dallas, Texas, Georgetown Middle School's BPA at the same time frame to Dallas, Texas, an overnight trip by Sussex Central High School's BPA, again to Dallas, Texas in May, at Indian River High School's BPA to Dallas, Texas, again, um, same group, an overnight trip by Lord Baltimore Elementary's Robotics, May 9th through 13th to Dallas, 
Same for John M. Clayton, 9th through 13th to Dallas. Southern Delaware School of the Arts Robotics, same time frame. And an overnight Sussex trip by Sussex Central High School uh, Fall Cheerleading Group, August 23rd to 26th to Northeast Maryland. And an overnight trip by Sussex Central High School's Educators Rising Group, June 24th through 27th to Washington, D.C. And those trips would need uh, action. I would recommend uh, moving forward with those trips. Entertain a motion. Aye. Motion made. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That passes unanimously. <clears throat> use of facilities requests? Yes, we have two use of facilities uh, this month. The use of Sussex Central's auditorium, May 26th and May 29th. That's, those are Sundays by the Stars uh, All Nine Dance Center and the use of Selbyville Middle School Baseball Field Saturdays and Sundays from April 2nd through July 3rd by the Mid-Atlantic Shockers. Those uh, two would also need action. A motion? So moved. Second. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? That passes unanimously. Personnel. At 12.01, personnel agenda for March the 28th, 2022. A motion to accept all but 19. So moved or second. Okay. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? It passes unanimously. Now we go to number 19. A motion to accept number 19. So moved. Second. A motion and a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Abstain. Mrs. Brooklefield will hold the board. Mr. Cathal? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Mr. Fritz? Yes. Dr. Hattier? Yes. Ms. Moses? Yes. Mr. Peden? Abstain. Mrs. Pryor? Yes. Dr. Statler? Yes. Mrs. Wright? Yes. Eight yes, zero no, one abstention. Okay, that passes by majority. 12.02, personnel agenda, excuse me, personnel addendum for March the 28th. I would entertain a motion. To so moved. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carried unanimously. 12.03, contractual agenda for March 28, 2022. A motion to accept. So moved. So moved. Second. We have, we have a motion and a second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carried unanimously. Anything, or we come to our time now for our final uh, public comments. Is there anyone in the audience that wishes, wishes to speak? Seeing none, anything else to come before the board? I'd make a accept a motion to adjourn. So moved. moved. Second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed?